0: League, and he's going in for a Giants touchdown. Giants turn to try and answer, and here's Saquon Barkley, and he is to the races. The thirty, the twenty, Saquon for six. Welcome back, Giants fans, to another episode of Talking Big Blue with JQ. I'm your host Jack Colararo, alongside with me, Thomas Sinertia. And we are here right now to record the game preview of the New York Giants Week 14 matchup versus the Arizona Cardinals before we get into it. Tom, how are you, my friend?
1: I'm great. School's over for the semester. Another successful semester for myself and yourself. And now it's the best time of year. You know, Christmas right around the corner for those who celebrate Christmas. Football playoffs is coming for both college and the NFL. Giants are actually good. And let's do it, dude. I'm ready.
0: Tom, I'm so ready. School's finally over. This this long, dreaded semester is finally over. Never seemed like it was coming to an end, but here it is. And it's the best time of year, of course, with Christmas and all the holidays. So happy holidays to everyone listening to this episode. Can the Giants make it five wins in a row? I'm going to say it right now, yes. Tom's probably going to say the same thing. And shout out to Leonard Williams, too, as he was named the NFC Defensive player of the week after the Seattle game, he recorded two and a half sacks now has eight and a half sacks on the season. So a couple of claps for Leonard Williams. That man is on a roll, Tom.
1: We're, we're going to win. You said, it, you said it, you said it best yourself. Cardinals. I don't know what happened to them. They were, they were clicking on all cylinders. They had that miracle Hail Mary against Buffalo. I thought that was kind of going to be their wake up call and that was going to be their spark, but they can't seem to, to figure it out. I don't know if Kyler is banged up and they're just not saying anything, but. I don't think I don't think our confidence can be any higher after the win last week. Like, I don't think anything else can boost our confidence any higher than it already is. So let's do it. We're at we're at home. The weather's supposed to be bad. That should favor us because Arizona plays in a dome and in in Arizona, it's always hot. I don't don't even think it rains over there. So let's do this. Let's just play smart. Let's not make mistakes.
0: And coming into this game, Arizona, is six and six, they sit in third place in their division two games behind Seattle and Los Angeles and Arizona is coming off a rough game, Tom, versus the LA Rams. So that's something to look at too. Is Kyler healthy? Like you said, we don't know. I know he was battling that sh- shoulder injury earlier in the season, but let's look at this. The Giants are five and seven right now, Tom. They hold a tiebreaker over Washington, who is also five and seven. Washington plays the 49ers this weekend. The Giants play Arizona. The Giants desperately need a win once again this weekend, Tom, because I think that's a game Washington's going to take over for the San Francisco 49ers. But I'm excited because I think Arizona's coming to MetLife at the perfect time. Like you were saying, it's looking like Sunday's weather is going to be rainy. It's going to be cloudy. It's going to be like 40 degrees, low 40. So I think it is beautiful weather for the New York football giants.
1: Mm -hmm. Everything that they've been working on behind the scenes is going to come, is going to come into play this weekend. Everyone remembers I, I think I I think I mentioned it every episode now. Everyone remembers the the little clip of Judge sliding into a a big pool of mud at the end of practice and recovering a fumble to kind of show the entire team this is how you properly recover a fumble. Don't be surprised if we have a few, a few fumble recoveries this weekend and they look exactly like Coach Judge sliding into the mud. So we're ready. We're ready for this game. Yeah, we're we're ready. There's nothing else I can say. I'm ready, you're ready, the team's ready. Let's just let's break it. Let's preview this a little bit.
0: Yeah, let's get into it. Let's talk about some storylines that I have brought up to you from my handy dandy notes, like always. Um, the biggest one for me is will we see Daniel Jones play? He has made some progress through practice. You know, according to all the Giants beat reporters, I saw a bunch of tweets today him moving around, him getting active in a couple drills. So they did say he did take half of the offensive snaps with the first team offense. So there's a lot of promising signs right there, Giants fans. It looked like Daniel Jones looks good to me. Obviously, I'm no doctor. Neither is Tom. We all know that. But he looks good. Daniel Jones looks like he's moving around. He looks like he can throw the ball well. He looks like he can put a little oomph behind his passes. You know what I'm saying, Tom?
1: Here's my thing now. If it's going to be really bad weather, do we want him playing and, God forbid, slipping and tweaking his hammy again?
0: You know that is something they can think about but I do think this is a game that at this point of the season the Giants need to win and they do need their franchise quarterback out there so okay. I think we'll definitely see him. You win. Now don't take me up on that Giants fans. It's Thursday night before the Thursday night football game Rams Pats. Anything can happen till then. I think by Friday tomorrow they will have their official decision whether or not Daniel Jones is playing. Joe Judge is optimistic, I'm optimistic, Tom's optimistic. Every New York Giants fan is optimistic. I think he's going to play.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, If I, I'm a writer for Joe Judge. So if Joe Judge is optimistic, then I'm optimistic. If he's kind of concerned and he decides to limit him, then that's what I'm going to do.
0: You never know. You could see a mix of Colt McCoy and Daniel Jones because Colt McCoy is still taking snaps with the first team offense. Oh,
1: so oh, they won't do that.
0: The Giants needed to throw him in. I'm just saying, God forbid, Daniel gets hurt. They can right. still rely on Colt McCoy because they did against Seattle. And look how it paid off. We won the game. Yep. The Giants won that game. But as always, Tom, I'm going to say this right now from my handy-dandy notes.
1: Your notes. Every every time we talk about your notes, I just picture the scene from SpongeBob where he's writing the the paper about what he learned in boating school.
0: Okay, Mr. S.A., I say prepare (laughs) written. how it looks so far you know the deal giants fans keep the Wayne train going baby Tom there with a little soundbite of his own every time I mention Wayne Goldman he's gonna add in that train sound so just get ready for it but against Seattle he didn't have a touchdown so he broke his consecutive touchdown streak with within the past five games he had 16 carries for 135 yards 8.5 yards per attempt. That is a career high for Wayne Goldman. So, Tom, some claps for Wayne Goldman as well. I'm excited for Wayne Goldman's future, man. I have loved what I've seen from him so far these past five, six weeks. He has has totally turned the Giants' offensive running game completely. He has changed it for the better. Mm -hmm. Um, you got to think the offensive line, though. The offensive line continues to trend up. Andrew Thomas is playing his best football, Tom. In the past two games, he has not allowed a pressure. And he has gone five straight games without giving up a sack.
1: And I think he makes it six this weekend. This is what you want out of your first-round pick. You want – it's okay during the first the – first, the first month is what they call like that transition period. It takes a while for them to kind of you know, get their feet wet, find their grounding. He's found it. It's five games in a row now. This is what you want, especially like that the fact that we're actually doing really good and we're winning and we're in first place in the division. You want him heating up and becoming a lockdown left tackle – right in time for the playoffs, which is amazing. And, you know, I am I know me and you collectively were beyond happy that we picked them. I know a lot of people thought we could have, I don't know, moved back and got them. But too many times it's happened where people with teams do that and then they miss the guy because a team will trade up and then you miss out on your guy and then they do good. And you're like, well, that kind of backfires. So Gettleman picked this guy, another pro for the Dave Gettleman group, the Dave Gettleman fan base like myself, Um, Thomas is money and I love it. And, uh, there's nobody really on, uh, Arizona that scares me. Isaiah Simmons though. I don't, does he, I, I feel like we haven't even heard from this. He even play.
0: So Isaiah Simmons, he like plays, but he's also like in and out and stuff, you know, like he oh. has like limited snaps.
1: Uh, I kind of, huh, guess we dodged the bull
0: with that one. But listen, man, what we've seen from Andrew Thomas, he is playing very well. He's playing very good football in the month of December and so are the Giants. They are playing meaningful games in the month of December. So got to love that as always. And the improvement of him at left tackle and Shane Lemieux at left guard is phenomenal. You see those pull plays. They pull so well together. You got to give credit to the three tight ends, Caden Smith, Tololo, and Evan Ingram. They all are doing their job. Freddie Kitchens, very good tight end coach. That what I've seen so far. The Giants have been running a lot of run plays where they put three tight ends on the field at once. So... You gotta love it. The defense has to know what's coming, but the Giants are just beating their men off the ball and driving them back off the line of scrimmage. And you gotta love it from the tight ends and of course the offensive linemen.
1: Yeah, we're playing, we're playing hard, ho- we're playing like hard. They call it hard nosed football. Like we're playing aggressive, we're smashing it in your face. And, you know, like we're doing things. I know, I know a lot of fans don't like what we're doing on offense, but in my opinion, I don't know why you don't we're winning, we're winning games. If we were, if we were being very, like, I guess they call it conservative and, you know, like not making those crazy throws. First of all, last week when Colt McCoy's your quarterback, you're not playing that way. You're not going to have him throw the ball 35 times because that's just not going to win you the game. But even like all season, especially during our winning streak, we're doing plays that are getting us first downs and winning the games. Like, you know, like you said, the three tight end sets, some people are like, yeah, but I don't like the way that works. Why? It gets us a first down. When, when your team's doing good, and like, like literally good, not just like, you know, kind of like the Steelers have been like skating away with wins and the Chiefs have been skating away with wins. We're like, we're like beating teams on the field. And people are like, yeah, but we're not playing that well. I don't know where they come up with that stuff. We're playing, we're playing smash mouth football and I love it. It's, it, we have, we have such a clear attitude on this team right now and I love it so much.
0: Yeah, Tom, I couldn't agree with you more. The Giants have Giants gained 4.5 yards per attempt, they are 11th in the NFL. And they have been averaging 119 yards per game, which is also 11th in the NFL. So you got to love it. And when looking at Arizona's defense, they allow 4.5 yards per carry. And I put this in quotes and caps, fishy. This is very fishy because the Giants, I think, can gain a couple explosive plays off Arizona's run defense. And I think this is going to change the game and the momentum for the Giants. I don't think you can ignore running the ball right now for Jason Garrett. You have to stick with it. The offensive line is trending upwards. Wayne Goldman is trending upward and Alfred Morris himself is also trending upward who just recorded his first receiving touchdown in his career against Seattle.
1: That's what I mean. Like every everything is slowly getting better and better each week. Why would you want to switch it up and especially if it's going to be like a mud bowl this week? I don't know how bad the rain's going to be, but I call it the swamp for a reason. It's MetLife is a complete utter disaster. In the field and and outside the field, so if it's gonna be like a mini mud bowl from the Friday Night Light show, like what you want to run the ball, you don't want Danny. That's the thing too. If Danny's coming back, I don't want him to be, like you know, full blown Danny yet. If the weather's gonna be bad, just feed the ball to your running backs, make the make the quick throws. It's all right now. I've been saying it all year. What's the most important thing coming out? Of, coming out of a giant game, coming out with the W. Q made the the W symbol. That's why he didn't speak. Coming out with the W, this can be the sloppiest game of all time. If we win, I don't care, and that's just that. That's kind of how every fan should look at it at this point.
0: Yeah, especially. And if the Giants do get Daniel Jones back, I think they can beat Arizona in the air as well. Because you saw Colt Mm -hmm. McCoy; they didn't really test his arm a lot. The Giants' offense or Jason Garrett, they just fed Gallman. They let him do his thing. They fed Morris. So, I'm looking forward to more of the run game against Arizona, but. Arizona has allowed 236 yards per game through the air. So they do give up the long ball a lot. They do give up those short routes. I was watching a couple film clips on them on YouTube before recording this episode. But they have a very beatable defense. Like, same with Seattle. I know, yeah, you got guys like Bobby Wagner and Jamal Adams. But that was a very beatable defense. And that's what the Giants did. So that's, again, what I think they can do this week. So continue the ground and pound. Go with the play-action passes, get Arizona's defense all confused, and then once again, you continue. Get Feed Wayne Gallman.
1: Choo-choo.
0: I think the offense is going to have a great day, Tom. I really do Sunday at 1 o'clock. The New York Giants will have a great day against Arizona.
1: I hope so, too. This could be a big kind of uh, <laughs> revival game for Darius Slayton. I know it's been kind of cold lately since we've been – just running the absolute life out of the ball every single game. But uh, like you said, they like to give up the deep ball. They give up a good amount of passing yards per game. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if he catches one long pass for a touchdown. I know we've, we've done this earlier in the season and we've come back and we've come out losing by like 30, but I think I speak for both of us. We have like very little, like not little worries, but like we have a lot more confidence in like going to this week than we have in the past. Like last week, we were saying, you know, like we're probably gonna lose, but like we should win and like we very much can win. This week, we're saying like like we're gonna win. Like this, this should, this is more of a like an 80 20 than like a 60 40 like last week was.
0: I think it's just one of those games that Giants have to win if they wanna make the playoffs.
1: That who and
0: be the first seed. But before I go to that point, I just wanna f- mention this and touch on this because it just popped into my head if Washington football team and the Giants win they both win this weekend that would put Washington as the third wild card team because they would have a a record better than Arizona or they would be tied with Arizona so kind of hilarious to think about that everyone's been making fun of the NFC East this year while they may have two teams in the playoffs just just remember that but what was I saying before this I kind of forgot I had to say that part though
1: I don't know. we were just talking about uh, oh, how th- I, I was talking about Slayton because he might yeah. have a, he might have a nice game, and Arizona's defense isn't that good. This is another game of just I know I, I probably sound like the most conservative kind of play caller ever, which i I'm perfectly fine with. You can't make mistakes in a game like this. It's going to be rainy, it's going to be nasty. You can't keep you know doing these you can't keep trying to get cute with the with the play calling and then you know, not converting on third down. This game might go by very quickly because if we were for running the ball, if Arizona is kind of moving the ball quickly down the field, but then again, our defense is elite. So that's probably not going to happen. So this might be a relatively kind of fast paced game in terms of the clock always moving.
0: Mm -hmm. Most definitely. And let's touch on the defense now, Tom, now that you brought it up. Okay. One of the things I highlighted in my notes, my handy dandy notes, once again, some of these containing Kyler Murray and I thought of this in my head. I felt like the giants, they only used Xavier McKinney for a few plays. I think he played nine total plays against Seattle. Why not let him be a spy against Kyler Murray? We all know he has speed. He ran like a four, six at the combine. He kind of was in lurking around Russell Wilson and being a spy. So when you saw guys like take Crowder and Carter Coughlin get sacked, it was because McKinney was out there floating around waiting for Wilson to escape. So I think that's going to be something that, that the giants can touch on and Patrick Graham can scheme up. Obviously, he played an absolute chess match against Russell Wilson and the Seattle offense last week. So I think he, he will won. Do it again and he won and he's going to do it again with the help of James Bradbury when he stops Deandre Hopkins. And I also think that is a more favorable matchup for James Bradbury because yes, Deandre Hopkins is probably top two receivers in the league, but you don't see a physique guy and like such a physical, like gifted guy like DK Metcalf a lot, Tom.
1: Yeah. DK, DK is a physical specimen. Nobody can deny that. And, You know, D-Hop, his hands, I think, are bigger than, like, the state of Rhode Island. But, you know, he's not—he's quick, but he's not, obviously, DK fast. He won't throw you to the ground like DK kind of did to Bradbury, but we won't talk about that anymore. Um, Yeah, it's a favorable matchup, but at the same time, I don't want them to get cute and play Bradbury on, you know, the entire time. If Bradbury's starting to struggle and give up maybe two or three passes on one drive, do what they did last week. Keep, keep, you know, keep, keep guys coming in and out. Do different zone coverages. Just contain. You don't have to shut down. Contain. Because if you slow D Hop down, Arizona's not there yet with the rest of the offense. You know, David Johnson's gone. Kenyon Drake shows flashes, but he's not nothing crazy. Chase Edmonds is the same story. Their offensive line isn't anything elite. So it's Kyler and Hopkins. If you contain Hopkins, like you said, put a couple guys in to spy on Kyler. It's going to be like last week where we just kind of don't let them do anything they want to do. And we play our game. And that's, and that's how we win.
0: Yeah. The giants really did control the game last week. Um, The giants defense had five sacks, 10 QB hits for Seattle. They have 32 sacks on the season and they had tied for eighth place in that. And they have 89 quarterback hits, which is third in the NFL. So Kyler Murray better watch out. Cardinals have only allowed 20 sacks though, which is the ninth fewest this year. So They have been able to protect Kyler, Tom, but is that because he's always evading the pocket? So that's something to watch out for. That's why I say maybe you put a spy on him like McKinney Mm -hmm. or Cam Brown, someone quick and agile who can keep up with Kyler Murray because we all know he can throw the ball pretty well. He got drafted to the MLB with the eighth overall pick to the Oakland A. Absolutely. He could throw the ball. He was an outfielder. But he can also run, and he is pretty damn quick. So the Giants have to be aware of that more than they were with Russell Wilson because we all know Russ could scramble, but we all know the one thing he beats everyone with is his arm. But I'm very excited. Obviously, everyone knows, Tom, like you said, Kyler Murray's favorite target is DeAndre Hopkins. They can cover him, put maybe a zone shadow over him or maybe like a box one in basketball, but you have the safety help over the top. Just limit those big plays that Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins do, Okay. That's all I want from the Giants defense. And I know Patrick Graham is already thinking about that right now. So mm-hmm. I don't even need to tell him.
1: Every – he looked fine last week. He think? I think he threw three touchdowns and almost 300 yards, if not more. Um, but something something doesn't seem right with Kyler. Ever since that Thursday night game against Seattle. He's,
0: he's been he just, banged up, Tom. His shoulder. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: He. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he, if he has a little work done on it in the offseason. Like, you know, they, they finished the year out. They're, they're still trying to make the playoffs. But – at the at, In the offseason, if they wind up missing the playoffs, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a little work done on it. He, he doesn't seem the same. He was in the MVP conversation in the first two months of the season. Now he's kind of like, you know, slipping by. He looks a little cautious. Hopefully, I mean, as a Giants fan, hopefully that comes to our advantage. Our, our hog mollies on the defensive line, just get after him, sack him a couple of times. Maybe guys from the secondary, like you said, that that are shadowing him. They know he's going to throw it, come in and hit him. We got to be aggressive. We can't can't let them run all over us. Like Kyler, like Kyler can easily do.
0: He's fast. Like I said, I can't say it enough. He's very fast.
1: stupid fast.
0: And I'm going to say this right now. Like you said, it's going to be a rainy day at MetLife. We hope for, I really hope it's a downpour because the giants have 20 takeaways this season and they are tied third in the NFL only behind two teams, which is awesome. So claps for the giants defense. I just love it. I love seeing turnovers. I love the takeaways. All the rookies are getting involved. Cardinals offense has 15 15 turnovers this year, so they are tied for 14th. So they're like the middle of the pack of the NFL. So Kyler's been turning the ball over. I'm just expecting the Giants to make a couple big plays on defense, Tom, to seal this deal. And I think we're going to see the same type of defensive scheme like we saw against Russ. Looks like a bunch of guys are blitzing, and they all drop back in the coverage. Or you show them coverage, and then you have a guy come off the end and blitz like a corner or a safety with Jabril. That's what led to Jabril's sack. And that's what leads to Logan Ryan being second in safety sacks in the, among the NFL. So I'm just very excited for this game, Tom. There's not really much to it. I just think this is a very winnable game for the New York Giants.
1: And I like that it's on a 1 o'clock, too. Last week, we needed it to be at 4, you know, because that was a that was a statement game. That was kind of a, are we really as good as me? And you hype them up to be every week game. But now we prove that we are. It's on a 1 o'clock. First action, it's there. And then next week, next week we got flexed Sunday night. So it's a nice kind of little time differential, <laughs> nothing else, dude. I'm, I'm excited. Let's move on to the next topic.
0: Yeah. You ready to get into the expectations and then we'll do weeks, baby. Always. All right. I'll start with my expectations. I kind of just said it. I do. I am projecting the giants to win. I think it's going to be a close game, obviously, because if it's raining and pouring, you never know what can happen in football. There could be like nine fumbles in the game. God forbid. Let's just say that, but I think the Giants escaped like a 24, like 17 vic- victory.
1: Yeah. I, uh, so I didn't want to get into it until we got to this part. Um, I already simulated this game on Madden, Madden 21 video game on the PlayStation 4 console. Um, I already simulated the game with, you know, the live rosters, everyone that's playing is playing everyone that's at, that's not is not before everyone, you know, starts, be- starts not believing me when they're listening to this tomorrow. You know, I had this on all Madden. I had this on competitive gameplay. I had the sliders at the way they should be. It's the hardest possible way I can play the game. So here, so this is what happened. People don't like playing me at Madden. JQ is one of them because I just run the ball the entire time. Um, if I have an opportunity to beat you with my receiver, like if I have Tyreek Hill or I once really, really beat JQ bad because I had DeAndre Hopkins, um, we're, we're just not going to talk about it. Other than that, I like to run the ball the entire time. So this is how the game went, and, and I'm going to use this as my expectation because Madden has spoken to me. Wayne Gallman had 30 carries for 124 yards and one touchdown, so the Wayne train was in station two-two. Sterling Shepard had had a quietly nice game. He had six catches for 46 yards and two touchdowns, two key touchdowns. Ingram had five for 65. Danny quietly eased his way back into the into the game. He had. He had 122 passing yards for two touchdowns, but he completed 80% 80 of his passes. We were nine for 11 on third down, and we won 22 to 14. Yeah, I missed a couple of extra points, but that's me. It's on all Madden. You know, the meter goes very fast sometimes. And as for the defense, we held them to 251 total yards. 20 of those were rushing, so Kyler was not an X factor in the game. In fact, he threw three picks. Bradbury had one of them. That's J.Q.'s boy. And Darnay Holmes had a sack. It was on third down. I did one of those one of those safety blitzes. He was or like cornerback blitzes, whatever they're called in the playbook. And he untouched ran and just sacked Ky- sacked Kyler right in his blindside. That's my expectation. A little bit more in depth, but that's what's going to happen on Sunday.
0: I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's all I have to say. So I'm ready for our hot takes because I've been thinking about these for a while. I'm going to give two today. I'm just going to stick to two. My first one is is that the Giants have over three sacks in this game, okay? Giants defense plus three sacks. And my second take, which is not tied to the first one, it's also with the defense. I think the defense will have two plus turnovers in this game.
1: So three sacks and two plus turnovers. Yes, sir. When, when, when JQ says three sacks, that means three or more. Like, you know, if they get four sacks, he doesn't lose.
0: Yes. Thank you for clarifying. Of that. course. Of
1: course. I know how people can be. So three. So three plus sacks and two plus turnovers. I like it. I think that's probably a lock to happen.
0: It's not like the hottest take Tom, but you know, I think it's really going to happen. So that's why I'm making it my hot take.
1: Well, I think that, I think JQ just turned that from a sizzling hot take to more of a lock of the week. But anyway, mine, let's see. I think I have to go just off of what I see here. I think Kyler's going to throw three picks. That's one hot take. Um, Okay. Okay. It's Madden. I'll lower it a little bit. Kyler's going to throw two picks. And one of them will probably wind up being like, you know, that icing the game kind of interception when they're trying to come back or whatever. Um, I think we limit DeAndre Hopkins to under 100 yards like we did Metcalf, like like we did Metcalf last week. That's two. I think Goleman goes over 100 rushing yards for the second consecutive game. That's three. Wayne Train will be back in station. Choo, choo. Oh, uh, that's three. Do I dare go for a fourth? Oh, sure. Darnay Holmes is going to have a sack. It happened in the game. I just, I, I got to go with it. So Darnay Holmes will have a sack. Has he had one yet this year? I don't think so. I don't think so. So it'd be his, oh, yes. It'd be his first career sack. Madden told me it's going to happen. You know, another, another weekend is upon us. Everyone, everyone stay safe. Do what you got to do. Button couch in front of your TV at one, one o'clock Eastern time on Sunday. Let's hope for another Giants win. That'll be tell you what. I know we say this a lot, but if the Giants win again this week, and that's five in a row, you guys might be in for a treat on the recap. I I might just say that. All right, Q. I'm done. Let's let's do this.
0: Yeah, I'm done too, Giants fans. Make sure to keep up with your superstitions. I know Tom and I love ours, so make sure you're doing that. But in chair by 1 p.m. And we will see you all Sunday. And let's go, Giants. Peace.